What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Good Night Punk and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. the 86th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? How you doing, Dude, what is up? Not a whole lot here, just uh, sitting here enjoying a delicious brewski, kind of looking over notes, figuring out what we're going to talk about, lots of exciting stuff to discuss. Uh, What's up with you? Oh, I got something something amazing happened for, to me this past week. Really? Um, do you remember back in the summer when I talked about my garage door breaking? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, guess what? It took until February, but I now have a working <laughs> garage door again. So, you know, it feels great to you know to uh, you know park a car inside in the middle of the winter instead of Ooh. carrying four triplets in their My pajamas God. out in the out in the cold every day. It's been pretty great. So I'm going to drink nice. to that for sure. Yeah, what are we drinking I, here? What I'll do you have got? A drink to that. Uh, I am having the delicious Hop Trap. It is a Belgium-style IPA from Lakewood Brewing Company. This was this is actually the last beer that we have from the January uh, Craft Beer Club. So uh, next week we will be starting off with one of the February beers, which I got in the mail this week. I got so, mine today. Yeah. I got mine today, and I was Hell happy yeah. to see nice. that there weren't too many IPAs in there. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. For an IPA, I actually, this one's not too bad. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's it's hoppy, but it's very smooth. I mean, it is 6.4%, which usually approaches the area where I really don't like IPAs when it gets high, <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's pretty good. Yep. Quite delicious. I'll drink it. <laughs> For sure. So, no worries on that. Well, dude, this has kind of been a busy week, kind of a lot going on this week. I'm kind of excited to talk about... My little project that I mentioned last week that I've been working on. You said my little, and I expected you to say pony, but you didn't. I I did not say pony. I I have no pony, so. Please tell us about your little pony. So, uh, my little pony, sorry, project was actually finally getting around to building the website for the Shattered Order podcast. Shatteredorder.com. You can go check it out. Let me know what you think. Been working on 
slowly getting everything up. Eventually, I'd like to get all of our past show notes and episodes up. Uh, I've got most of the recent episodes up there right now, so you can actually go. It's got an embedded player, so you can actually listen to the podcast. You can read over the show notes. All of our links to subscribe to everything, to find us everywhere, all that's there. There's our Twitter feeds on there. You can search the site for stuff. Uh, all of our support links are there. Everything's there. There's even a spot to go submit a trivia question. There's a spot to go submit feedback. So uh, we're hoping that that's going to be a pretty good resource for people to use. I wrote up a small article on manipulating speed, so you can go check that out. Let me know what you think about that as well. That's kind of talking about my whole speed threshold theory and all that good stuff. So, hey, yeah. That- that that is is a pretty sweet article, I must say. A lot of thought, time and thought going into that, and a lot of good information. So, definitely gonna have to pimp that out a little bit. Yeah, so. for sure. Oh, and as Tesh said, there's also a form on the website for you to submit trivia questions. So, if you want to get in on the uh, the question asking for Swaga in our trivia section? There's a form on the website where you can just. Type in your question and submit it, and then you might be hearing it on uh, in the trivia section. So, yeah, cool. And what's so about that? Like, you go in there, you put your question, put the answer to the question. You don't have to worry about putting the answer. You know, put the actual answers in there. Dan and I won't ever see it. It doesn't come to us. It goes to Tesh, so he's able to check all that and look at all of them. So that we think is going to be a pretty cool way for y'all to help you know, interact with the show and stuff. And uh, yeah, if y'all have any suggestions or ideas or things you'd like to see on there, let me know. I've got several ideas of things that I would eventually like to get on there, like some rankings, you know, farm rankings, data rankings, stuff like that I would like to eventually get put on there. Uh, But yeah, very, very exciting in my opinion. Definitely. And I'm going to start to... uh see what I can do to help put some uh, graphic designer touches on there. Make it look even more amazing. Yeah, once you start working your magic, it's really going to be beautiful. Quite excited <laughs> to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Wait, we need to know the answer when we submit, lame. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not if it's rhetorical, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, there's a spot on there, submit an answer but if it's just a question idea you have and you don't have the answer you can still go submit it and tesh can either look up at the look up the answer or say nah i don't want to bother with it either way uh you know or even form another question out of your question or look up some other stuff so yeah hey shout out to pete wisdom thanks for the subscription we appreciate that oh yes well, you know, um, we might as well go ahead and announce our uh, do our little announcement about the whole Twitch thing. What do you say? This actually do it kind of ties in. So, uh, yeah, it does. BlueDesigns.com. As you can tell, the podcast is sounding much better these days, and that is all thanks to these lovely Spark SL blackout microphones. We are huge fans of Blue Designs and their equipment. Uh, it's i don't really know what else to say i mean it's i think it sounds a thousand times better i am quite impressed with the microphones uh it's i hear everything you're saying crystal clear you do all of it makes sense why is that these these 
<laughs> because these headphones are amazing. I love them. The Me blue too. satellite headphones we got, these things are amazing. Hell yeah, they are. Um, so, And our winner from our giveaway got their headphones in this week, so that's pretty exciting. And uh, we, It was cool. It was really awesome to see uh, them post the picture of them receiving that this yeah. week. So, yeah, that was really cool. exciting. Um, yeah, so... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, if you go to bluedesigns.com, use promo code SOPOD, you can get your 20% off anything in the store. Such a great deal. Make sure you use that whenever you do. And the other thing... Yep. What we're going to do next week on the podcast, it'll be the very beginning of March. So what we're going to do is we're going to pull our list of everyone who is a Twitch sub at that point. So if your subs fell off, if you want to get in on the Twitch sub thing, make sure you do that this week. We're going to pull that list. We're going to pull the Patreon list for everyone who is a Patreon subscriber for the month of February. And we're going to do a drawing out of all those people. And that person is going to get a set of either Lola headphones or a blue Yeti mic. It'll be your choice. You get to pick the color and everything. So, yeah, make sure you are subbed on those and have an opportunity to win that in addition to any other giveaways we may be doing. That's right. Coming up on another month, coming up on more gift card giveaways. So if you are a Patreon or a Twitch subscriber, you'll also be eligible for those next month. So... It pays to support the Shattered Order podcast, and it's just one way that we can say thank you to you for all your support and all your your uh, just following us and listening to us ramble for hours on end. So we love it. Which we do. Yeah, yeah that we do. Well, like honestly, like there's really nothing to go on this week, but we have found <laughs> topics to talk about, and I guarantee we will go for at least an hour and a half. So, well, let's just go ahead and start here. Let's do it. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Well, I've already talked about one of the things I did this week, which was the website. So, let's get into a little bit more game related stuff. One thing I'd like to touch on is the meta report. Emperor Balpatine jumped up to 14% last week because that terrible leader ability that people ended up zading he has gone from 14 percent up to 27 percent this week so you have ray jedi training at 31 percent of leaders emperor palpatine at 27 percent and then cls at 13 percent so emperor palpatine has taken up a pretty significant uh you know cut of that pie which is pretty exciting it's nice to see this much diversity in the arena. I I can't remember last time I actually seen this much diversity in my arena. I mean, you look at my top 20, there's like five different leaders all in the top 20. It's amazing. Yeah, I think for the most part in the from 25 to 50 where I've been fighting the last few days, it's pretty much Mother Talzin, uh CLS, RJT, Emperor Palpatine and I've even seen some Vaders in there, so there's some oh, uh, yeah. some interesting teams in there for sure. Definitely different than it was about two months ago when every team I fought was CLS. Yeah, so, no kidding. I am totally okay with that. Well, why don't we just go ahead and carry on with that same topic, talking about arena teams. Uh, so last week, I had mentioned that I Zeta Emperor Palpatine, and I was using, I believe, him, Vader, 
Thrawn, Nihilus, and Shore Trooper. Uh, that team kept doing pretty okay there for a bit, and then it kind of started falling off, started dropping. So I ended up changing it up a bit, and I dropped Darth Nihilus, and I threw in General Kenobi. So I was running the double tank with Shore and General Kenobi, and that worked really well. So the I put it in like before my arena payout. I had dropped to like 30-something that day, so I uh, dropped Nihilus, put in Kenobi, did my arena battles, finished it you know, top three or whatever. And then the next day, I dropped all the way down to number seven. That was as far as I dropped that day. I was like, yes, absolutely. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> so Sounds like the old days. Yeah, I was pretty pumped. So the next day, I was really excited to see what happens. And I stayed at 10th all the way until like an hour before payout. And then someone else dropped me down to 14th. So I was like, hey, man, this is awesome. This team appears to be really good. So I was really excited to see what happened today. Woke up this morning, went to check my arena. I was at 20th. And then later that afternoon, I dropped all the way at 30th. So I was like, yeah, well, I guess back to the drawing board. Not necessarily. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to change things up, see what else I could come up with. So mm-hmm. I did a little bit of theory crafting. And what I did was I made Vader a little bit faster because... I did have Darth Nihilus as kind of my threshold character, that kind of second second character in line. Um, you know, on that team I was running last week, dropped off Darth Nihilus. Whenever I added Kenobi in, I made Emperor Palpatine that character, so he was second in line. And once I uh, decided to switch my team up again, there was no need for Emperor Palpatine to be that because I added in Tarkin. Uh, what I was wanting to do here was just create a ton of turn meter manipulation and turn meter removal in the very beginning. So Tarkin obviously does that. He does the debuff AOE, and then he gets 100% turn meter from that, in which he does his AOE, which has 100% chance of removing 50% turn meter. So uh, because of Tarkin's speed, he's able to be quite fast, so... I made him quite a bit faster. He's like 247-ish or so. So I was able to make Vader a little bit faster. He's not quite at that threshold speed, but he's pretty close. You know, I just kind of threw this team in today. I'm going to mess with it a little bit more this weekend and kind of perfect the speeds on it. But Vader goes, does his calling blade, gives turn meter. Tarkin goes, and then... um. I ended up dropping Thrawn and General Kenobi and threw in, like I said, Tarkin was one, and the other was Old Ben. I left Shore Trooper. So Shore Trooper will go, generally give the crit immunity and taunt, and then I have Old Ben. And Old Ben obviously isn't gaining turn meter from Emperor Palpatine's leader ability because he's not an empire, so that's kind of the issue. All the empire goes before him. But because of Tarkin's turn meter removal, there creates a gap and creates that turn meter opening that my old Ben, who's a little bit slower, is actually able to go ahead and go and do his AoE and do the mass ability block and remove the turn meter. And at that point, I mean, you've taken, you know, 100% turn meter from several characters and, you know, half from several characters. So their ability block in a really bad spot You've had all this AoE, 
Vader's, you know, gaining turn meter. And it works really well because before the other team can really do a whole lot, Vader gets around to a second Force Crush. At one point, I had like eight damage over times and like six other buffs on all the enemies. And Darth Vader just becomes a total monster with his Culling Blade when you have this many debuffs going on. Because, I mean, that many AoE debuffs and then Emperor Palpatine and everything, it is really awesome. Plus, it also creates more opportunities for turn meter game when all those debuffs start falling off. It works unbelievably well. I'm usually able to take out three characters or so before I start losing the turn meter because there's not as many debuffs out there. But it is super awesome. Uh, I was really impressed with how well it works. I'll be curious to see how it holds up on defense, but it is super awesome. I'm a big fan of this team currently. But there is one other character that I really wish I could throw in. He's not geared up enough, so I can't quite do that. But I would actually drop old Ben if I had this character geared up. Do you want to know what that character is? Take a guess. I, I have a guess. Sith Trooper. No. No? That was my guess. Is it a tank? No. Hmm. He's his, he's historically been made fun of. Uh, Gamgard? No. <laughs> oh, you said it wasn't a tank. Um, is it's a it's a Sith or an Empire? It's Jerry? an Empire. You're talking it's about Jerry. Jerry. So Whoa. Jerry has the thirty percent turn meter removal with the seventy yeah. percent chance to remove another thirty percent, and because he's Empire, he's going to gain all that turn meter. God, he mm-hmm. would be amazing on this team because uh, you could. I mean, if you could get it to where Tarkin removes turn meter, and then. Jerry removes turn meter. Like, there's a really good chance to make, I don't want to say a stall team, but I mean, it would just be such a heavy debuff team. It would put the other team in a really tough position unless it's like a Rex lead or something. Uh, Which, by the way, I've been seeing a ton of Rex lead in my arena. But yeah, it's, I think that would be really awesome. So if anyone has a geared up Jerry, maybe test that out and let me know how it works. Yeah, because you don't want to gear him up uh, just to test him, because honestly, he is a freaking gear hog. Somehow, he's like, I make up for my ineptitude by uh, pulling in all the gear to make myself feel better. Yeah. God yeah, damn that... it, Jerry. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, sweet. So, uh, what are you running in Arena? I'm still running my uh, RJT team, so it's uh, RJT, BB-8, R2, uh, General Kenobi, and Wampa. Nice. So, I love Wampa with that team because the it, pretty much any time he does his basic, you have your choice of who you want to stun if they're not stealth because they pretty much always have uh, expose on them. So Wampa mm. will stun whoever's exposed when he hits them. So it works nice. really well, especially if you go after someone that's about to go and basically just take away their turn. Yeah, that works really well. Sounds pretty awesome. I think I got up. I think I was in the twenty late 20s yesterday. Which is one of my higher finishes, so that was nice. 
it's working out pretty well. I haven't had any reason to change it yet. Um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't fought any of the Talzins on my server, but there's a lot of them showing up now oh, in that yeah. area. So I got to see if they will even work against them, but I have a feeling they won't, which is why I haven't. But the other thing is, um, the first Palpatine I fought just wiped the floor with me. So I've been avoiding them too, but I'm trying to, I built a, I just got Palpatine to gear 12, Vader to gear 12, Nihilus and um, Thrawn to gear 12 on my B account. And so I'm thinking about Zeta and Palpatine on my B account and throwing that in over there. I was running the, 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 Admiral Akbar lead with Hoda, CLS, Thrawn, and General Kenobi. No. Yeah. Kenobi? I think it's Kenobi. Was the four, other one I had in there. And that was very working cool. pretty well. Nice. That one works pretty well. I just keep in the, uh, I don't fight very often on that one, but I stay in the top 150 on there. So that makes me happy. Considering yeah. before that team, I was in the, always between 275 and 375 somewhere in there oh wow so, yeah that's a big difference maker yeah it helped a lot so we'll see but as far as everything else went this week i actually here's the funny part okay so guess what i did this week this is probably gonna make some people here uh <laughs> i was shocked or or be mad at me or just <laughs> whatever i was but, surprised but it, I actually went searching for my arena shard to see if there one actually existed, um, <laughs> because just because you you fight the same people for two and a half years, you kind of start to want to know who they are, yeah. if they're friendly or you know that kind of thing. So yep. I've been looking for my arena shard. I have a couple people. I have a couple names on Discord, but one of them has emojis in his name, and it's it's just been impossible to send him a friend request because no matter what combination I put in there of the emojis that are in his name, <laughs> it just will not send a friend request. That's not good. And so uh, so I figured I'm going to list off the top five from my arena right now, and if anyone listens to the show that knows these people, hit me up or give them my Discord name, and then maybe I can get this done because i've been looking for like three days so nice for when i took when we did the notes about an hour ago this is who was probably the pacific time uh finishers right so you had dj from villains one you had simber from sith lords varkin dark moon from bhg black sun raw raven from bhg 212th and greg from the alliance pie so if any of you guys know those people, give them my name or give me theirs, whatever you whatever you prefer to do. That would be cool. But I just want to – I don't expect anything out of it, obviously. I just want to talk to these people, you know? Yeah. I've been seeing their names for years. It would be kind of cool to talk to them. Glad you're coming around on this idea because, uh, yeah, you've been – you have criticized those who – Well, it's uh, not really about – <laughs> it's really not about placement it's uh, more about yeah. meeting people yeah sure. whatever, whatever yeah you can anyways that's out. what i've been doing the part of what i've been doing this week i also uh i finished nihilus so nice. i just got him seven star finally and uh that felt pretty damn good because that took forever yep i think so, i got him to six star the same day you got him to seven star no oh, nice that's pretty good only 100 more to go 
It's uh, uh, so the the question became: Did I want to change from my dark side hard node farm to Millennium Falcon, or did I just want to farm someone else? And I think I finally decided that I just don't want to farm two ships on a second account at the same time. That's so I went over to Director Krennic because I'm farming yep. the Reaper right now, which is taking forever. And I uh, just figured I'm going to go after Krennic and because uh, I really want him to want to get him to seven stars as well so that I can have more dark side viable teams there. So that'd be very cool. Very nice. Uh, what else did I do this week? Got Sith Trooper to six stars. So I just finished that one. I've been doing the I've been doing the three refreshes a day trying to finish that off before the end of the month, just in case it's something that we needed. Yeah, I know that's old, old, old rumor, which is why I got crew before I got him. But uh, I've got him to six stars now. So hopefully I'll have him seven star about the same time I finish Sith Assassin because I have uh, 15 shards left on Sith Assassin, which will all be finished off by the daily login, which is kind of surprising because I have never seven starred a character through the daily login so that'll be new yeah i i haven't either i'm kind of the same way i think i am 73 out of 100 on both of those so i'm kind of within striking distance if something comes up so i'm not i've kind of been alternating between trooper and farm and then i'm just buying sith assassin shards from the guild store sounds good so uh why don't you tell everybody how the guild did and in turn, you'll be telling everyone how I partly did in the guild, but I yeah, I, I went on a little side mission this week. Two out of three things that you did. So uh, <laughs> we forty three starred dark side territory battles. That was pretty cool. I didn't. Uh, I, yeah, I think we were forty two last time, but we were able to pull out forty three this time. So um, we were pretty close to forty fourth. I'm pretty sure. So hopefully next one we can pull out that extra one, and that would be fantastic and then on top of that we won both our territory wars which i don't think we've won back to back for the last couple sets so yep. that was pretty nice too uh the nice thing about that dark side territory battles man that emperor palpatine rework is legit for that it was god it makes dark side territory battles so much fun and i finally beat the uh oh the final bounty hunter challenge i was super pumped about that because most of my bounty hunters are still pretty geared poorly, but I was still able to pull it out thanks to Zam and her amazing, you know, turn meter gain with that, with her synergy on the, uh, the, uh, thermals. Yeah. So that was pretty <laughs> cool. No. Those, um, that thermal, the, the thermal thing with bounty hunters is so fun to play. They're just so bad. I wish that they would just make that a little bit better and that team would actually be fun. Yeah, I mean they're they're almost really awesome but alas, not quite. Um not there so yet. of everything you just named, I participated in the dark side territory battle and one of the territory wars because I uh am an idiot. So we'll we'll just leave it at that. Uh like I thought I had rejoined in the territory war and i didn't and i missed it <laughs> i looked at like two o'clock that afternoon i was like i think we're supposed to have territory war what the hell so mm-hmm. uh fortunately uh elon mustard who's one of our officers officers he's also the officer of the future of the order which is our 
you know, kind of neuroplayer guild. And we have a lot of people in there. It's pretty much full guild. But they don't quite do heroic AAT. So he asked me if I wanted to, you know, go take on trying to beat the heroic AAT. And, you know, I'm guaranteed first place rewards. I've just basically got to be able to clear it. Um, Mm -hmm. I got some help from the rest of the guys in there, thankfully. But uh, I think I ended up doing 46 million damage on it. Uh, I was a little concerned. I had an 8 million run in phase two with Finn lead, resistance trooper, resistance pilot. My resistance pilot is pathetic. BB-8 and Ray Jedi training. They did some pretty serious work in phase two. My first order team, I used Kylo Ren unmasked. He's only like gear eight. And then uh, the rest of my empire or my first order team is they're quite good. But uh, it worked really well. They did pretty good, da- pretty good damage, fifteen percent or so. And then I think I had thirty-five percent of phase two left. And then I was able to use my Admiral Akbar, Hermit Yoda, BB-8, uh, Han CLS team to clear out the rest of it, uh, and then use CLS and Han for phase one to get through that. Worked pretty well. Question. I was pretty excited. Uh, did you auto it or did you auto with targeting? Um, I on and off autoed with targeting. <laughs> I did like five different styles of playing the game to complete that. Yeah, it was it was quite impressive. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Well, that, that does sound pretty good, actually. Yeah, it, it was actually it, it was a fun challenge because that's something I'd you know never had the opportunity to do before, and honestly, wasn't sure I was going to do. Uh, I was a little concerned about how I was going to tackle phase two because you know that's a. That phase can be a little bit rough, but managed to get through it. I was I was pretty stoked. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's uh that's it's nice to get your to be in a spot where you can have a little time to try things out. And then yeah. on top of that to help out everyone else to get those rewards for the first time. So get yep. those Kenobi shards. Because everybody knows how good he is. Uh so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were quite excited to be getting their Kenobi shards. I'll bet. All right, so yeah, very cool. That's pretty awesome. Sounds like we both had a uh, pretty interesting weeks. But uh, let's talk about the update, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. So All there's right. no update. <laughs> Not really, but uh, there's still some stuff we can kind of talk about here. Uh, Let's put man. a disclaimer on this, okay? First off, I know me, I know for my side and I know for Wink's side, we don't usually like to talk about these things because uh, that's true. There's just so many of them out there at all times that it's just gets depressing and annoying and everything else, but. Uh, there's since the game changers went out to Sacramento this uh, over this week and uh, came back, they haven't been, they haven't released their information that they found out there yet because of uh, whatever's going on with between them and CG so far. But we should be able to see that here in, within a few days. I'm pretty sure, but that means that uh, 
the people have come out with the friends of the friends of the friends of the game changers rumors. And uh, there was an interesting one posted in our discord and I don't want to lend any credence to this being true. I just want to talk about what was written in it and decide if we think that it could ever even be true. You know Sounds what I mean? Good. Cause we're kind of thinking about just talking about what we may think come in the update and what the raid may be. We kind of touched on a little bit last week, but you know, be a little bit more fun to dig into it. This we can kind of really talk about what we wanted, but then this rumor thing posted and I mean, so much of it wouldn't surprise me at all, and I could completely see coming. So, mm-hmm. you know, we figured, what the hell? Let's talk about it. Why not talk about it? So, let's talk about this first one. This one kind of makes me laugh because I mentioned this possibly being an option um, mm-hmm. when we talked about the raid, right? When yep. we talked about the raid rewards. So, the... The first thing that the first bullet point that was listed on this sheet was that Sith raid rewards would be six and seven star mods. So I've thought about this a little bit more since we did the podcast where we talked about rewards for the raid. Mm-hmm. Why would a raid ever offer two different levels of mods? The only way I could see that happening is if normal gave six and heroic gave yep. seven. That was... I cannot see them going six. Set roll the ice, and half the guilds getting a seven star, and half the guild ends up with a six star when they all did the same raid. Yep, that's a hundred percent my thoughts. I kind of had the same feeling. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if you were here when mods originally came out. When they first came out, they were completely different. The stats were inflated; it freaked people out, so they ended up changing it. But also, when they first came out, they had six and seven star mods, and those mods you were able to get from the raids. So if like it was based on rank, if you finished so high, you had a chance at a six or a seven or a seven, if you finished in like top three or something of the heroic rancor. And then Mm -hmm. I think you got either a six or five stars. You went down. I don't remember exactly, but it was some sort of combination of that. And that, that was awesome. It's something else that lends a little bit of credence to this is, you know, that fact, the fact that they've actually done that before, that was clearly a thought when they originally (laughs) designed all this was that, you know, six and seven star mods would come from raids. And then you also have the fact that all these events that they've been doing lately, all the, uh, what marquee events, the mythic events, uh, the assault battles, pretty sure the assault battles, all this stuff actually gives you mods now. So, They've been a lot more uh, free, just kind of here you go with the mods. And it wouldn't surprise me at all to make a raid the gatekeeper for the good mods. I mean, it would it would solve a lot of issues with farming issues. Because if you just add another tier of challenge for six-star mods, going to freak people out. It's going to piss people off because you're going to feel like you did all this work for these five-star mods. And then they're irrelevant because you can farm six-star mods. But if they put them behind a gate like the raid to where you actually have to complete it and you only get so many as you go, you'll still have the chance of getting good mods. You'll still be getting good mods, but Mm -hmm. you're limited at how fast you can get them. So that creates kind of that work-in period. There will obviously be some people with RNG that get really good mods, others that get poor mods. But no matter what, what will be great about it is... 
you can always put them on your pilots and make your ships better. So, I mean, I think the benefits from doing this are huge. I think this would be a great idea. It's something I would absolutely love to see them do. Yeah, I can deal with it. I mean, it doesn't bother me because the only the only part that might be a little annoying is is the heroic learning curve and getting to that point and watching if someone were to get there a little faster than us and get those before we were, that might get a little annoying in yeah. in arena depending on where um what the stats are like on those mods, but yeah, uh, sure. as, as as far as them being a thing, that doesn't bother me at all. Because you're eventually going to have... So, mods have been a thing for a while now. I think they came out maybe during our 10th episode or something like that. Um, but, yeah, so, like, they've been around a while. Nothing's changed with them. It's almost always been, you want ones with speed secondary. That's it. And, you, and that's what you looked for. Anything else was just for secondary characters that no one... You weren't going to throw an arena or you weren't going to use in certain spots or whatever. Now, at this point, you're just, if you get a five star mod without speed, you're throwing it on a, a level 50 character just to get your GP up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't mind adding new mods that might shift the focus of what mods you look for. If it's, if six and seven mods just become speed secondary, higher dot mods, then I might, I'll probably not like it. But I do think if they tried to find a way to shift the priority on mods to be more diverse than just here's speed, that would be really nice. I don't know how they do that, but uh, that's what I want to see if that does actually happen. I want to see bigger bonuses on the primary stats more than anything. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, bump the offense up to, you know, 8% or 7% on the six-star model and then a little bit more on the seven-star model, you know, maybe 30% protection, stuff like that. And then just leave the speed secondaries the way they are or maybe cut them down just a little bit. Uh, Something like that, I think, would be a great way to do it. But uh, Yeah. Who knows if we'll see that or not. At least make at least force people to decide whether they're going to stick with their five star speed mod or use the better stat six and seven mods for other things. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Okay, so I'm going to put plausible on that one. So the next one I'm going to go with is new mod management. Hold on. Before we get there, I want to say on something more specific to mods. Okay. Uh. This is the other thing that when they came out with mods, this was something that they actually posted out. And that was different set bonuses. They had like a retribution, a stun. I can't remember what the other one was, but they actually had different set bonuses. And that is definitely another way that they could go with the six and seven dot mods is giving us new set bonuses rather than different stats. So, you know, if you could add, say, 25% retribution to a character rather than adding a speed bonus or something like that, that would be a really cool dynamic that would definitely change the playing field and change the way you want to use characters. And if you could add, like, a stun to... I don't know who don't have a stun. Um, (laughs) Kenobi or whatever. That... I mean, that's something that could be really interesting. Like, it would create 
I mean, you're basically adding abilities to characters, which would create a whole new world of theory crafting. So, give me a Vader stun, right? Yeah, on that AOE, that Ooh. Vader stun. Yeah, that'd be Thank sweet. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, that's the only other thing I want to mention. Go ahead. Yep, no worries. So the second one I have, so we'll put plausible for six and seven star mods. Next up, we got new mod management. Um, here's why I don't. I'd say this is possible, but I don't think it's plausible. And the only reason I say that is because when you release an entire list of your quality of life updates and then don't put in the one that everybody wants, why would you ever want to incur the wrath of the player base but not telling them about something that you've, you plan to put in the game? You saved because the best until, for last. Yeah, except for the, like they didn't say there was any more in that list. So if they don't, if they add it in later, people will be happy about it. But every day that goes mm-hmm. by that you haven't put that in and haven't told people it is coming, you're just, you're just sowing anger from people. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to find the announcement right now because there was something in there that really made me think that that is not it at all. Um, all right. Well, you tell me what you think it was because I don't remember anything else in that in that post that really would lead itself to be there being any more uh, quality of life updates. Because, like, let me say, mod management's not okay. In there. Here, here we go. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is directly from the forum post that uh, who was it? Uh, CG Carry posted. Under quality of life updates, it lists all the ones that we've previously talked about on episodes, but it says, quote, There are more fixes and improvements coming in the quality of life release, and those will be detailed more, fu- more fully in the release notes. So, this was on the second post or the first post? This was on the post from February 8th. It was the Road Ahead post where they announced the raid, that a new raid was right. coming, yeah, the quality so, of life stuff. Yeah, and the release notes came out last week, and we talked about it. Mm. It's it literally release the release notes, notes it? because it's in the release notes section of the forum. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll have to That's why I don't think there's there. anything else. Okay. Yeah, because if you go into game updates, it says version update, 228-2018, quality of life. Basically, that's the update notes. I'm sure there'll be more, a better, a better, like, uh, formatted one once it drops. Mm. So who knows? Maybe they'll throw something in there. But to me, it's it's just, it, it doesn't oh, yeah. seem like a smart idea to leave out what everybody wants to know about for these smaller things that are still nice, but are not what people necessarily have been clamoring for as much as that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we've had... There have been rumors that this is something that they're aware of and that they've kind of been looking into and working on. I'm sorry, I just they've been out so long and we still don't, like I don't know. I am I'm convinced maybe it's just in my own head, but I am convinced that we are getting something to improve our mod life and I think there is something else which we'll get to in a second. Okay. I'm going to say that it's possible see it as being possible we're playing uh mythbusters here today <laughs> we'll say we'll say less plausible on that one all right all right 
So the next one, the next post it says is a bounty hunter rework. Here's the thing about this one. Okay, of course, there has to be one because there's literally six of them and they don't synergize very well. Just enough if you have them geared enough or apparently if you don't have them geared enough to beat these missions. But it's an entire faction that got given a leader ability and nothing ever really happened after that. So I have to believe that anybody could have guessed this one for any time frame in the next four months or five months. You know what I mean? Everybody talks about this. This isn't a rumor. This is a belief from pretty much the entire community. Yeah, uh, I mean, so Dark Side Territory Battles comes out. It's insanely damn difficult. People are having hell beating it. They redo Palpatine Invader, which opens the door for so many new teams, so many, like, viable teams. Like, Dark Side Territory Battles is you know, a thousand times better now that there's that, you know, like the most popular emperor uh, or empire characters are actually good now. But that special mission of the bounty hunters, it's, they haven't done anything with it. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see something come with it. What kind of rework? I don't know. Would it be a new character? I don't know how much they would go into a rework on this because the synergy's there. It's, in my opinion, I mean, with the Boba Leader ability, it's it's pretty synergetic. Synergetic? I don't know what the word is. But <laughs> it, it actually works really well together, but the only problem is it's just you got to gear them, and gearing them's a bitch. Yep. Pretty much like this is this is why it's not a requirement for bounty hunters in our guild because it's basically yes, bad please have ROI. Them, but we're, yeah. we're not yeah, you're not getting much out of it for gearing them, you know. And then they're hard to gear, they're annoying to gear. It's it's just really not worth the effort right now until something changes. Which you know they got to put something in that people will want to pay for to add to that team. And on top of that, change the ones that are currently there to make them better and just really make it an investment people want to put in. Because right now, all you're going to use it for, literally, is Dark Side Territory Battles. Yep. And you can invest in other teams for Dark Side Territory Battles. That will be better other places in the game than just there. So it's like, it's really Bounty Hunter rework. I believe it's coming for sure. I don't know that it's coming at the end of the month with the quality of life update like this suggests, that's just way too much. But I think it'll be coming this month or not this month, this year within the first four or five months, probably. Yeah. So, so the next thing that was in that was a Darth Sion marquee event in early March. This one I could definitely see. It's pretty common. They bring out the marquee events and then, you know, eventually make them farmable, yada, yada. And I could totally see this, but I still like my idea better of them making Sion, Treya, and Revan the rewards for the raid if they had, say, three tiers. Because I kind of think if they're making this last tier insanely difficult for, like, end player or end game players, you kind of have to have something for the mid game and the beginners because of how advanced the end game is at this point versus newer players. You could make each one of them a reward 
for each one. So no matter what you're doing, you're kind of getting a character. And I I would like to see that over the marquee event, personally. Yeah, it'd be interesting to finally start getting um, rewards, different character rewards through the tiers of the raid. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, for sure. So, yep. So uh, we'll put that one down as sure. Why not? All right. Check your Discord for me when you get a second. All righty. Um. So the other one is Night Sisters and Wicket become farmable. Uh, I don't. It, I guess that just depends on the time frame that they've been out. Because I think that uh, they are definitely going to become farmable soon. They've met that threshold for the Cadence, but I don't know what they were planning to do for for their release. If they were going to wait and let the events run for a little while longer before they drop them, or if they are ready to just drop them. Um, so I don't really, I don't really know. I know that they're past their their Cadence time. I'm pretty sure. So. I would guess that this is definitely plausible because mostly I I just want to be able to farm Talzin. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. She's she's super awesome. See a lot of her in Arena, whether it's with Rex or other Night Sisters. She's a really cool character. She She's one of those few characters in this game that just has mechanics that no one else has. So... That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I, I totally agree. That's a character that I definitely want to see farmable and, you know, just getting a little bit more use out there in the world. So I, I would say, yeah, I would say that's definitely coming uh, here pretty soon. Just, just because of the way they do things. I think whoever thought this post through thought pretty pretty hard about it because a lot of these things yeah can make sense but here's this is the one this is the one that makes the most sense to me only because we think if there's going to be a raid that we're going to get a level increase well how do you how do you provide more experience points for those peoples during their question during their race to the next you know level cap Mm -hmm. well a lot of the times they've added new cantina nodes and new um dark side light side nodes so the next one on this list was stage 9 20 energy cantina nodes and stage 10 light side dark side nodes yep so and i can see that for sure and let's just hope we don't absolutely. get another one like like a 9b and this <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and this one's mentioned that Stage 9 Cantina be 20 energy, and then you'd have 12 energy normal and 24 energy hard for the light side and dark side. Please, for the love of God, I do not want to farm a 20 energy Cantina node for a character. My God, shoot me. Imagine that. Well, you know that'll be the new panic farm. God. 20 energy. Can you deal with that? No. But like it's bad enough when it doubles your, you know, stage one and two uh, numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're doubling all the way to 20, man. Yeah. No that's thanks. Rough. So <laughs> the other thing, I feel like we talk about this all the time, but this is me kind of adding this in, is this wasn't in this, you know, quote, rumor list. But, I mean, if they're going to give us new PV notes for characters, 
give us any PVE nodes for ships. Like, we, we don't have anything like that. Give us ship energy, give us ship nodes, like, give us something that we can do with those characters or with those ships, because right now there's basically just the arena and then some, some in Territory War and that's it. It would be great to have a little bit more use for them. <laughs> I, I love uh, Drew's te- Drew's message in chat. There, guess where Talzin and Wicket will be. You just stop that right now. They, I want them to put him right oh. next to Crew. That's where I want him to be. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> that would definitely be nice. So, what, what else we got, Mark? This is the okay. Out of all the list, this is the one I do not see happening, and I don't know where they pulled this out of. But uh, Mark Three Carbontes will be reduced fifty percent in price to seven hundred crystals. Believe it. Why would they it. ever? Why would they ever do that? Guaranteed, that's one of their best sellers. So why would they cut their money in half? I will say, if they do that, I am going to be so freaking concerned because they're not going to slow down like the amount of Carbonis we're getting. And if they do that. That completely eliminates the need for farming those from a node at all. Like, it would be absolutely stupid. Oh yeah, the price—the price is just. That I've been makes farming the price them just right from the uh, the eight energy or yeah eight energy can't or sorry eight energy dark side node. Yeah, and I'm averaging about a thousand and fifty crystals for one Carboni is about what it averages out to. Uh, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. get all this posted together and kind of... That may be something to put in the resources page of the website, actually. That'd be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I mean, that would just blow everything out of the water if they... I mean, I would be ecstatic if they did it. I, would, I mean, that's... That is something we should want is quality of life, like reduced price of Carbonis. Come on. That would be absolutely amazing. But... I don't see it happening, but damn it, I'll keep my fingers crossed. Yep, we will see what happens. Uh, refreshes up. Like, this is another one I don't see happening. But I stranger things have happened, I guess. Refreshes up from 120 energy to 150 energy. And bonus from 45 to 70. Now, the only reason I could see this happening is because of adding those new nodes that cost so much energy. It's the that, only reason I could see it happening. Yeah, that and if... Uh, actually, I don't know that 150 refresh make much, much sense, because if you add five levels, then that'd take you to 149 energy. I don't know that they'd ever make it to where refresh just tap you out, but uh, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm okay with more energy. It'll help with the gear farms and hard node farms, the older hard node farms. So I'm okay with that. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then the last one, I can definitely see this. Only if on, okay, only if there's characters that are important to the raid. So let's yeah. say so. Like Hiroke to you is Jawas and uh, Jedi, right? Let's say it's Sith and Empire for the new raid for some reason. I could see double drops on those characters' nodes. Yeah. 
But I don't see why just because, hey, here's an update, everybody gets double drops would be a thing. I could see it being on specific things to the update, but not mm-hmm. necessarily just everything is a double drop. Yep. Totally agree. So we'll see. We we don't know anything about the raid really besides that it is a raid. So we'll see once we get more information about that. I was really, really hoping we did it today on Friday because I was thinking maybe we'd get information about the raid today kind of like they did last week on friday but here we are still in the dark should give us plenty to talk about next week so yeah we'll see but cool all right seems there's uh, one more thing you were uh yeah, hoping for uh already talked about it and that was you know the ships uh ship pve um no. yeah just please god that would be amazing even if it's regular energy i don't care like give us ships pve All right, let us move on to the next thing. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) (laughs) I will never not laugh at that. (laughs) Um, It does not. Um, So we got a couple... uh, we got a section on the Discord. If you've never been there, go to discord.me slash shattered order. But we have a section in the Discord called Pod Minicast Ideas. And uh, every once in a while, we'll do an out-of-order podcast about some of the stuff you guys put in there. Or, mm-hmm. like today, we just decided to take a couple topics out of there and uh, discuss them on the main podcast and just kind of see, uh, you know, what's going on with them. Yep. So, the first... The first one we have here is from, uh, where is he? Where are you? Okay, yeah, so it's from Sith My Pants. Great name, by the way. It said, I would love to hear you guys rank different roles. For example, I tend to ignore tanks to a large degree despite being on a very, very old shard. Now I'm working on tanks. I would love to hear your top five tanks, attackers, support, plug and play, etc. Well, we did not cover etc., but we have ranked our own, or at least made a, a a grouping of characters from each of those sections to talk about. So um, that includes tanks, attackers, healers, and plug-and-play characters. And the funniest part is, holy crap, the list of healers in this game. There are how many characters in this game? 140-something? There yep. are literally like... Seven. Nine healers. Seven? Like, yeah, there's not a lot of healers yeah. in this game. It's a it's a tag that does not get used very often. That is I mean, literally, let me look at it. Let me look at it again. Let me tell you what the newest healer to be added to this game is. Okay? <laughs> so, and what's and I, weird, so Hermit Yoda, I, I was completely shocked by this. Hermit Yoda is a sport character, not not a healer. No, 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 no. The guy that heals on is basic, not a healer. Just just to be clear. Now I can't remember which one came first, so I'm going to list them both, and you can tell me what you think it was. But of the of the let's see, three, four, five, six, seven healers in this game, the newest one was either Jawa Engineer or Tuscan Shaman. <laughs> wow. And I think it was Jawa. I think Jawa Engineer came after Shaman, but I'm not totally sure. Yeah, so we're gonna healers. We're gonna kind of 
work we're gonna play outside the issue. box there we'll play yeah. in the box just for the, the sake of the game but uh then we get we're gonna expand on that a little bit more with uh hey you're not called a healer but you sure as hell are so yep all right so let's uh we'll start with tanks there's obviously definitely going to be some overlap here. Um, I have. Especially I listed, in healers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I listed six, you listed seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first one was, they're not really in any particular order, but General Kenobi is obviously unbelievable. Uh, he's one of the ones that we both had, and for good reason. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about General Kenobi other than you should get him. Yep, I agree. He's listed on... He was the first one I wrote down because pretty much you're looking for a tank. He's usually the first option that you go with. So, um, Kenobi yep. for sure. Now, what else do I got here? Let's see what I... I'm going to look for things that are on my list that aren't on yours. And I can okay. think of exact... I can think of one for sure that you do not have, and that is Baze Malbus because A, you don't have him and you don't have him geared, but... Baze Malbus, amazing tank. Yep, I love him so much. the 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 auto taunt to start the battle, the fact that he has two different dispels, one AOE and then the one that does big damage on top of the dispel. He uh, and he's chunky as hell. Just lots of effective health power. He is a he's got speed down on his basic. I mean, he just does all kinds of things and. Baze has always been one of my favorite tanks, so definitely have him on my list. Yeah, do you have any good. that I don't have? Yeah, I do. Uh, I have Stormtrooper Han on there. I'm a huge fan of Stormtrooper Han. The just the um, I mean, the turn meter gain that he gives is unbelievable. Uh, he he's not like up there at the top for me, but he's he's definitely among the better ones. And the other one is Poe that you don't have on your list. Mm-hmm. Any AOE expose with a short uh, cooldown with that much speed. Huge fan of Poe. I think he's great. Makes sense. I think the other one I have, that I have two more that you don't have actually. And one correct. of them, one of them is crew who is an actual tank tank. I think he's great. I love his kit. I am gearing him now. Because I enjoy using him now that I've gotten him. And uh, he's just a fun one to play with as a leader of a First Order team. Uh, very, I don't know how well he does outside of First Order teams, but in that team, very good. Especially his leader. Yep. No and, doubt about uh, it. The other one I had that you didn't have was B2 Battle Droid. Because that guy has been, he doesn't show up in Arena as much anymore. But over his lifetime, he has been a plug-and-play beast um, just as far as the things that he can do to help a team as a dispeller on top of having just tons of health. And uh, I believe he has the ability to gain 100% turn meter. Yeah. Uh, When uh, anyone else is hurt. Yep. Or Or if their attack gets evaded, I believe. Uh, so he has a chance of gaining the turn meter. He can do the AOE dispel. He can inflict buff immunity. He's a, he's a good character and he's a droid. So if you're running him with like, say BB eight and R two on a RJT team, uh, 
that can actually work really well because it gives the extra turn meter, bumps it up to a 24% turn meter at the beginning of the match for your BB-8, so he goes even quicker. He's He works pretty well. He's a good character. I just couldn't put him on this list. Um, th- there were four characters that we both had on the list, and I think it's damn hard to say any of them shouldn't be on this list, and that's Joel Kenobi, Old Ben, you know. Mm-hmm. My, my love child in this game, old Ben, uh, <laughs> Shore Trooper, and then obviously the character that we all think of when we think of Tank, that is Ray Jedi training. RJT, definitely a tank, definitely deserving to be on this list. For sure. I love that character. I love Shore Trooper too, now that I got him seven star. He's just a beast. Yeah. yeah. I, whenever I got him to gear 12, I, he gained so much protection. It was nice. Helps my arena team, too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. What's the next position here? What do we got? What are we ne- rolling with next? Next thing we're going to talk about are support characters. So I was kind of surprised at some of the characters that were support characters. So we're pre- going pretty by the book on this one as far as what a support character is. Uh, I'll go ahead and run down the characters that you and I have in common, and then we'll kind of talk about where we disagree. Uh, we both had R2-D2. We both had BB-8. We both had Thrawn. We both had Admiral Akbar. I mean, I think those four are really hard to beat. Um, R2 still is probably one of the best Zetas in the game. BB-8 is unbelievable with resistance. I mean, he is one of the key pieces for the heroic AAT raid. It, you know, if you're wanting to clear mass amounts of damage, he is just phenomenal. Thrawn is, you know, he's a legendary character. He has an amazing ship. He does things to raid bosses that no one else can do, you know, with a 50% uh, speed reduction. And then, you know, Admiral Akbar, he has really found his spot lately with his leader ability uh he's i mean he's a he's a raid monster it's i mean he's kind of the key to a lot of raid teams at this point so hard to disagree with any of those oh yeah for sure i think what i had the only two i had on there that you didn't were nihilus and palpatine yeah i think palpatine's Stock has definitely arisen with his rework. No doubt about it. Zetas on him. Yep. So he just slots right in there perfectly as one of the top supports, along with Nihilus. Um, it's just funny. You look at these lists that we make, and a lot of the, a lot of the best ones in these positions are harder to acquire, and it it only it only makes sense that you can look at what's hard to get and understand why because of just the sheer amount of places that these characters work. Um, yeah. So they make you work for them just because they know that you are going to well, use them a lot once you get them. But the, uh, that just makes the point about a- us both having Admiral Akbar on there even better for him as a character because yeah. he, you can just buy him out of the, what, arena store, right? Uh, yeah, squad arena store, yep. Yeah, so I mean, like, so good. He's an easy one to get. He's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. But my R two D two Thrawn BB eight Nihilus Palpatine Akbar, and you had one that I didn't have. Who was that? 
uh, real quick, I'd still like to Palpatine. I I'm kind of annoyed that I missed him because he's such an easy character for newer players to get with all the rebels. I mean, that's a pretty easy legendary event to get. And if you throw that Zeta on him, man, he is just he is amazing. And um, slight detour slash segue. Uh, I finished the Darth Plagueis book, uh, from, that I was listened to on Audible, and I was amazed at how big of a figure Palpatine is in that book. It's almost kind of like the rise of Palpatine in a way. It's, it was really cool, just kind of that whole story. Highly recommend it, uh, which, by the way, audibletrial.com slash Shattered Order free audiobook uh with a 30-day trial cancel within 30 days you know you don't get charged and you get to keep your book so yeah you can just go get a book for free if you want and yeah uh, for sure there's a link on our website as well uh highly recommend the Plagueis book it's really good it's like listening to a story with all the sound effects and music that's in it the production's fantastic highly recommend those um so the one that I had that you did not have is my boy Hermit Yoda. How could I not put him on here? I mean, it's it, it's my boy. He was the first one I listed, actually. I mean, he has the great heal. He obviously pairs amazing with Admiral Akbar. The problem is how difficult he is to farm. He's incredibly difficult to farm. But that locked buff that he has is just unbelievable. He's, I mean... Him and Admiral Akbar are the keys to my raid teams at this point, um, especially for Heroic AAT. They're, I mean, they're they make life so much better. Yeah, for sure. People might be wondering why I didn't say Wampa yet, but uh, they'll find out. Yeah, they will. <laughs> like you're gonna forget about Wampa? Come on. I know. For those of you that were just getting worried, just wait. It's coming. It'll it'll come. All right, let's talk about healers. So, uh, this is the category <laughs> we broke down between labeled and non-labeled healers because, like we said, there's only seven labeled healers, and, I mean, if you're going by the book, like, which, how good are they? I don't know. Um, yeah. Honestly, there's only three that I even cared to put on my list, so... Go ahead and uh, tell me who your your top five labeled healers are. All right, so I put five down only because I've been putting five for everything. But some of these guys have places. Some of them don't. But let's just say my number one is Barris, because Barris with a Zeta is just annoying and good. So... Barris is probably the best labeled healer in the game. Um, but second, I would put Ewok Elder. Uh, I love yeah. that turn meter gain on his uh, basic. Oh, yeah. Um, the revive, mm-hmm. the heal with the chance of revive. He's just a really good healer all around. And and in no the doubt. early early days of this game, you could find him in a lot of arena teams. Oh, yeah. He's one of the first, besides Tebow in the Rancor raid, he was one of the most used Ewoks just because of uh, the revive and the turn meter and everything else. 
Well, so, he was see. pretty he was pretty important in the early Rancor days as well because you were always going to lose somebody and if you had Ewok Elder on your team, you know, you're giving turn meter to everybody and you can bring that character back when they get wiped out. So, yeah, he was man, he was a yeah, lifesaver. I never used him in my in my Rancor team, so that's why I forgot about it, but I do know a lot of people in our guild that did use him. So, yeah. definitely a good point. Um, I don't know if I should switch these two around, um, but I have Jawa Engineer there mm-hmm. only because if you do not have Jawa Engineer in a droid team, or at least you didn't when they were in the meta, that team was incredibly easy to beat. Oh, yeah. But if you were to get a fast Jawa Engineer into your squad mm-hmm. faster than the opponent's team, it pretty much almost always meant a win for your team. No doubt so, about it. Jawa Engineer is great for droid teams, uh, great healer for them with the revive and uh, the turn meter gain and the buffs he gives during it. He's just a good healer for sure. Yep. And the one that I was curious about whether I should switch him or not is Old Daka because I've never used Old Daka ever. I have her at seven stars. I don't have her geared, but she has always been another healer that everyone loved. She's now even better especially with a ta- uh, Night Sister team. But the stuns on her basic, the revives, she was always one that people would use as well, uh, for even for Arena in the early days. Yep, 100% agree. Daka's, she was my third one, and, uh, you know, Varus Elder and Daka were the only three I put as actual labeled healers. I mean, yeah, a revive is amazing. I remember when she was a total pain in the ass still with in arena. You, I mean, she was almost unbeatable just because she kept reviving everybody. It's crazy, and then you get stunned. It's oh, it's terrible. And then she's obviously made a huge comeback with the Night Sisters. Night Sisters are pretty pretty amazing now. And Old Dog is one of the really big reasons why there's nothing like taking out a Mother Talzin, and then Old Dog just brings her right back. So yeah, she is a pretty awesome. And who's that last one you got yep. there? So I have Tuscan Shaman um, as my last one. I think that he has a lot of... Well, I don't know. I can't really say he has a lot of versatility, but I do know that I really want him geared for my Zader, Wampa, Gam Guard team because he's oh, just yeah. another one that throws dots out. He gives offense up and he heals. So yeah. he he just looks like a really good healer specifically for what I the team that I just love to use in everything. So I really want him geared because dots, offense up, heals. He can definitely add a lot to one of my favorite teams. So that's why I have him on there. Yep. Now let's let's uh, get to something more useful. Let's talk about the non-labeled healers, and this is kind of anybody who heals that we think is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Which ones you got? I got two of the same ones you got, and that is Hermit Yoda. Um, people don't really hear me talk about him at all because I don't have him on my main account, but I do have him on my B account. I'm about 10 shards from uh, 7-star on my B account, so... I really, really like Hermit Yoda. I mm-hmm. think he adds a lot. Um, I just love that Akbar Arena team that I use because he just makes it so much fun under Akbar. Um, but the 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 heal he has on his basic, the 
the you know kind of barris like uh, equalizing heal that heals through uh rjt's you know heal immunity just kind of oh, like yep. barris's did yep. and everything else like that he's just really good especially with his uh i don't really know his special buff's name jedi training or whatever it's called master's training master's training yeah so that buff just he's a really good healer oh yeah no doubt about it. And he works with that, and he doesn't have to be a Jedi to make him work with yeah. the team. So, yep. he's awesome. Uh, so for me, my non-labeled, obviously, Hermit Yoda is on there. Short Trooper actually have on there because, I mean, I, he has a pretty pretty thick health pool, and he heals for a percentage of that. And he, whenever he heals, he taunts and gives crit immunity to everyone. So that is just amazing. And then the next two are really important. If you have CLS and you're struggling in phase three of the heroic AAT, go watch that video I've got on our Twitch page, uh, you know, twitch.tv slash shattered order. Um, that is a really great team. It works really well. And you can pick either one of these next two characters to fit into that team because they both give heal over time on their heels. And that is Luminara and Chariot. I think both those characters are pretty underrated uh Charit's obviously an amazing tacker with counters and everything that he does. We know how good Charit is, but Lumi's often underrated because you know she has that really good heal. She gives the heal over times, which can be huge, especially in stuff like raids. And she has the ability block, which is pretty awesome. So yeah. Yeah, I'll say I I I listed Hermit Yoda, but I didn't list my second one, and my second one was also Charit. Because from the very moment I unlocked Baze. I took Chirrut and Baze straight to gear 11, and I have been using those two religiously for a year now, and I, I just love those two characters together. And Chirrut, by his own, even without Baze, he's a strong attacker. You know that second special can just wipe someone out, depending oh, on yeah. what your offense is on him. But then on top of that, his heal is so good, because it's it's an equalizing heal, and on top of that, it gives you tenacity up. I mean... You can't you can't go wrong with tenacity up. It's just as good as let's say Rex doing it for your team. Just having that buff on your team is amazing. Mm-hmm. The the only thing with that is, you know, they can't be debuffed when they, you know, for him to give the tenacity up, but uh you know, so he generally pairs pretty well with, you know, another healer or like another cleanser, I should say, like General Kenobi. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. uh yeah, he's great. Uh, the just, next thing are general plug-and-play characters. So this is just kind of anyone that you can kind of take and stick on a team, and you generally are not going to hurt the team just by having these characters on there. So who you got? All right, so let me just tick Mark off the ones that we had the same here real quick. Um, All right. There's definitely a decent okay. number. I think we had five actually i think all five that i have on there we both have so yes so i'll list the other same page a bit oh yeah for sure and some of my other ones are more specific plug and plays but are still worthy of the plug and play tag they're all great but uh so the first one the most important one of plug and play characters (laughs) to me is wampa because literally, he could Can be in anything. Can we just move anything. fast this, please? <laughs> no. 
We cannot me. We're going to talk about Wampa right now. That dude can fit in anything, right? He doesn't have any synergy tags. The only thing that is required of him to make him better is the enemies. So if the enemies are rebels, then he's good to go. Any any type of thing from the team around him that adds to anyone, he's going to get. Obviously, he won't get stuff that goes for Empire or Sith or Rebels or Jedi or whatever. He's not going to get all that extra crap, but... His kit alone for himself does it all for him. He doesn't need anyone else to make him good. So that's why he fits in so much. And then on top of that, just the way his kit works with, uh, like, for example, I said earlier with RJT and all the exposes. as well. Now he's stunning almost every basic. Or, you know, with Darth Vader lead, all the dots are making him stronger. There's just so many different things that you can do with him to... That makes him versatile. So that's why I put him as a definite plug-and-play character. But I also put right next to him with a slash, Hoda, because once again, Hoda is the same way. His kit is just such that that you can put him in almost anything, and he's going to make it different or better or not yeah. make it worse in the slightest. So yeah, he's those good. are the top two I had. Uh, why don't you list off the other five? Because those are the next five on my list, and then I'll go with the last three. Yep, we definitely agreed on these five for sure, and that's Commander Luke Skywalker, and I've said General Kenobi, nothing more to say. He does everything. Uh, Rex, that leader that that is still the best overall leader ability in the game. If you are a younger player and you can farm Rex and you're not, you seriously should. He is literally one of the easiest characters to gear in the game by far. And that leader ability never goes away. It's great against things that do debuffs. The tenacity up is ridiculous. All the turn meter gain. He removes turn meter, so he's good in the the Rancor. I just... There is no reason you should not have uh, Rex... On your roster, as max as you can make him at the moment. It's just, I don't understand why somebody wouldn't. Uh, the next two are Han Solo, obviously, plug and play, great in every mode. And BB-8, the uh, the superstar for the Heroic AAT. Yes, BB-8, man. That guy, he does a lot. And it doesn't require resistance. It doesn't require anything specific for him to really yep. help them. I mean, obviously, it helps even more when they are, but he he can pretty much help anything. Love that dude. I, yeah, I mean, me too. I I think I got him. I had him five star after the first legendary, so I didn't really gear him up or use him at all. It took the second legendary, me getting him to seven star, for me to actually start using him, and I just I use him every single day now, just because. He work. He he's on my heroic AAT team. He's on my uh, arena team. No, he's yeah. just all over the place now. I love that little dude. Yep, me too. So, all right. So, uh, tell us about these last three. There's one of them that I no question agree with and should have put on my list. The other two, you know, are what they're, <laughs> they're plug and play, man. They're gonna fit on anything. That's why that's, they're there for me. That's that's true. Can't disagree. So out of the three, I'm going to guess that the one that you forgot to put that you totally agree with is Thrawn. That would be correct. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, he's great. He has that probably best, It's probably the best debuff in the game. He heals protection. He's Honestly, that he he could be listed as a healer with how often he's able to yeah. use his second special and how think, much healing it does. It's it's amazing what he can do with that second special. Yeah, Vistarakai in the live chat actually mentioned uh, you know, Thrawn being an awesome healer and yeah, I can't really disagree. He's great. Yep. Plus I'm, he gets uh, turn I... meter when he heals. Sure. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I got it. I'm all for it. Uh the other two I had um was Nihilus. Nihilus for when it came out up until recently has been a plug and play character for probably pretty much any team that you could see out there just because of the annihilate and uh throw on top of that his dispel on basic is very helpful for a yeah. lot of uh, situations um something else is if you and then on top of that unique, they, great mm-hmm, with him for pain lead yeah big fan but but i mean you even even his aoe uh the adding uh it's so annoying in an arena battle when oh, he gets awful. his AOE yeah. off before you go. So now all your things are on a one-turn cooldown. Uh-huh. That's another thing he does that's it's just a great uh thing for him as an plug and play character. And as an AI as an AI owning him, that's the first move he does and and it can definitely screw up the other team that way. So and the last one is more of an old meta person that was a plug-and-play character, but I still see people bring him up as someone maybe to throw into teams, but no one ever throws him into teams, and that's B2 Battle Droid. Because for the longest time, B2 Battle Droid was one of the strongest plug-and-play characters because of his... Mm-hmm. He was one of the first characters with uh, ability, not ability block, but buff block. And that was huge when he came yeah. out because he buff blocked and dispelled everyone. Yep. So not only did he get rid of your buffs, he made it so you couldn't have them anymore. Yep. So he was God, always he a very so good plug and play character. <laughs> and, and he was impossible to get so for so long. So yep. that's why people that had bought him had just had made such a good investment with him that he was a really strong plug and play character. No doubt. Nope. So those are our ranks for plug and play, or just going by the ranks and roles. Those are what we got. Um, it's kind of fun to do that kind of stuff, you know? Because, like, honestly, did you realize there were only seven healers in this game, knowing who I heals? I had no idea. But, uh, yeah, I never would have guessed. It, it's almost like they forgot that was a tag or something and just quit using it. I, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And it kind of makes sense. I mean, support, like, that's what they do is they support everyone else, and... A lot of times they support them by healing them. Healing is kind of an odd tag that they probably should just do away with, honestly, because they're not tagging people with it. So who obviously could use it? Yeah, you got to wonder, why are they just neglecting that tag so much? Yeah, kind of odd decisions. But All right, what is this next thing we are going to discuss? All right, so let me pull my phone up here. This next thing we're going to discuss, uh, let me open up Discord and see who who suggested this one. Um, it was Night Stalker from our own guild. Yeah, I know that he guy. He said, hey, I know you. 
He said in-depth review on different tag teams as well as possible substitution for characters in those teams. Like Cassian in a resistance team. Or R2 versus resistance pilot. Sidious on a resistance team. Would be cool to see faction-specific minicasts. Well, I'm kind of doing something a little different than the question, but using it as a basis for this idea. I want to talk about just the different uh, synergies in this game. Because we know we talk about between the two of us, how much we love these synergy teams. Like when Talzin came out with the spirit in zombie, how it was just a different type of team and it just looked so cool. Or uh, bounty hunters, for example, with the thermal detonators, it's just a different way for for, to play this game, a different uh, dynamic, I guess. Yep. For sure. Um, So I wanted to look at like what's neglected in this game and what, 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 what could use some love. You know what I'm saying? And what's good right now? So I'm I'm scrolling down the filter, right? And the first thing I get, let's just, I'll just name them off and then we can talk about whether we think they're in a good place or they could use something to make them more relevant these days. Sounds good. Okay. So the first one we got is bounty hunters. And I think that we've driven this into the ground earlier, but I just want to retread that for a second. The characters in the bounty hunter tag are interesting, right? Boba Fett, always cool after his rework. That's the one that got the bounty hunter uh, leader ability. Zam Wessel, she's got a pretty cool uh, kit. But then you get start getting into the other ones, like IG-88, uh, Dengar, Cad Bane, Greedo. Things start getting really, really basic. Besides Dengar, Dengar's got a really He's different a cool kit. Character. But uh, yeah. As far as the rest of them go, there's really not much going on there, right? So, what they need something. They need something to happen with them. They do, and I think they need a couple new characters as well. Yeah, I, and something else that would be really cool would be maybe like if they made thermal detonators lockable. I feel like that is something that's super simple and would really change bounty hunters because if you get somebody who dispels all the, you know, the thermal detonators, it just kills that team. I really think if they would just change that one aspect, if they would just make thermal detonators, a lockable debuff, just like plague or fracture or something, it would be life changing for the bounty hunters. It still wouldn't make them meta. It still wouldn't, it wouldn't make them overpowered it would make them better. It would make them far more usable in dark side territory battles without making them too overpowered. And they don't need to add anything else. Just change that one thing. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I um, mean, even if it was just that they made a little change now and then reworked a little bit later, just to make them a little bit better. That'd be great. Uh, because if I had an, has a good point in the live chat. Uh, you could also just make them explode when they're dispelled. So basically it's an un, it's it, no matter what you do, this bomb is going to go off. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. just can decide when you want it to go off. Yeah. That, that would be great too. Um, it could be, it could, that could work. Um, because maybe you want to make it explode when they have health. That's not going to kill them. Yeah. Uh, rather than let it wait until it would kill them. Yep. So, I mean, it would make it a little more interesting for sure. For sure. Yeah. 
Um, the other team that I thought of as far as they could really use something would be droids. We mm-hmm. already have like some Jawa droid synergy. The first thing that obviously comes to mind is General Grievous. We all kind of yeah, expect him sure. to get the rework at some point. It's bound to happen. He's too popular of a character. Give him a ship and just kind of make him awesome. But I'm sure at some point we'll see it, and droids may not be good again until that point. But there are still a lot of good droids that fit in other teams, but there's no droid synergy really now that, I don't know, HK still has an awesome leader ability. In theory, it just don't really work that well in practice. Yeah. I, there's something to draw them together a little bit better it would be great. Yeah. Um especially like like I don't understand BB eight's Zeta, right? His second Zeta. Yeah. Is just strictly taunt. about droids. Yep. Yeah. There'd be it would be great for them to do a rework that would make that a viable Zeta people actually use. I know that there are yeah. people that have done it. I don't know that they use it because of use it to its full advantage or there's a way to yeah. do that yet. But um, I mean, I have seen the RJT team with four droids, which I think has that Zeta in it. So some people are using it, but I think that it would be better served in a full droid team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally One that agree. was reworked. And I mean, BB eight would kind of be key to that. That's, I mean, that's something we've talked about. The turn meter that he gives based on, you know, his uh, unique ability to, at the beginning of the match and all that good stuff. And I don't know. He just, he offers a lot for droids. The healing, if you have that Zeta, obviously, he can taunt for them so he can be the tank. Or you could use Chopper, who's another really good taunting tank. I definitely think there's some stuff there. I think there's more ways you can use droids and make them viable with BB-8. The problem is any of the game modes where he might be useful, like Territory Wars or something, there's... You want him in another team. You want him in another team, yeah. And I think that's the problem. It is interesting, though, that now with Chopper and BB-8 with a Zeta, you don't have to look outside of droids themselves for a tank like Nebit used to be. Uh, you can actually find a droid tank as opposed to pulling in Nebit for that team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, and you got K2SO, another tank in there. I mean, there's at least three now. So Yeah, he's another one. Um, The other one I wanted to mention, go over, uh, probably pretty quick, because I'm sure you don't want to talk about it, but that is uh, the Clones. Clones definitely, I think, need some uh, love. They're still good. They still can do put output uh, good stuff in the heroic AAT um, and a few other things. But I would really like to see, you know, uh, a tank in there for them. Just some way to make them more viable other than just heroic AAT and some light side territory battles. I know you don't use them, so you probably don't have an opinion on it, but. I would love to see some more um, clone love. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we need. <laughs> um, Empire, I think, is in a good spot right now. 
Um, more changes to them are always welcome, but I think the things that they've done recently have really helped them and the Sith. Yeah, them and the Sith right now. There was a team going around about, you know, using Director Krennic and Death Trooper with a Emperor Palpatine team. That was really cool seeing that on Reddit. You know, that came from Reddit this week. Uh, we, I suddenly get the, it came from Reddit sound drop made. So I could play it right now. I, uh, I am currently still permanently banned from Reddit because I haven't changed my password. I logged into Reddit last week and uh, the top of my screen said that I was completely banned from Reddit. (laughs) And I was like, what the hell happened? How does this happen again? Yeah. So uh, here we are. But uh, once I fix that, I can look at Reddit again. But haven't been able to check it in the past week. Yeah. Uh, Empire's good. Ewoks, also in a good spot, I think. Yeah. I, there's another one that I really want to see more of, and that's Jedi. Uh, Jedi had a very short run of being a usable faction with a Qui-Gon Jinn lead. They really need leader ability or something that gives them turn meter gain rather than just raw speed because turn meter gain is kind of the big thing right now. Uh, every mm-hmm. you know every leader ability that has turn meter gain is viable right now. I literally can't think of one that's not... Um, yeah, it's just I don't know if they need to do a rework, do a full faction rework on them, and maybe give them some new abilities, make them a little bit more synergetic because their abilities are just kind of scattered. They some of them are original game characters, you know, Gen One characters, and then you have newer characters, some that were reworked, some that are amazing, and it's just kind of a cluster f of just lightsaber and I don't know. <laughs> please do something with the Jedi. There's so many of them for there not to be a completely viable team (laughs) out of them that it's just ridiculous. So. Yep. It is quite Um, a... Another one I mentioned, they're in a good spot right now also, but I really wish only because we didn't get very much out of uh, The Last Jedi is First Order. I would really like to see Hux I would really like to see uh um what's his face? Chopped in half guy. Snoke. Snoke, yeah. I'd really like to see Snoke. I mean there's plenty that they can still do with that faction that I feel like they should have at least done by now from that movie. I mean you got two movies with the dudes and they're still not in the game. And possibility of one of them not even ever being in a movie again. I would think now would be the time, you know? Oh, well, did you hear what J.J. Abrams said about the whole everything from episode eight here recently? He kind of, he came out and made a comment about how, you know, he didn't really see that anything from episode eight changes the plans for episode nine. Like, there's not mm-hmm. really anything that really detours what he wants to do with it. Which kind of makes me think that you know, there was something else they said, I can't remember exactly what it was, that really made me think that they're not done with the Snoke story. I'm... I I kind of have a theory on what Snoke is, and I really hope that they do more with that story and do something. And maybe that's what they're waiting for, is waiting to bring him back and kind of see what happens, but, uh... Yeah. 
We'll see. It would only be speculation on their part because I guarantee they don't know what's happening in episode nine. So that's yeah, you 100%, know, yes. to me, it's like you don't know he's coming if he's coming back. That's or true. Not. That's now true. would see seem to be the best time to put him in the game, but we'll see. I kind of um, think what we'll else get we got him here? eventually. Uh, per, uh, God, hands of God puts uh, Praetorian guards, please. Yes, please, yeah, Praetorian sure. guards. That would be awesome. So yeah, Hux. Um, so Hux, Snoke, Praetorian guard. Those are the last three of from the movie, at least on the dark side side that I would love to see in this game. I don't sure. really care about DJ. Um, yeah, it's all right. Um, what else we got? Imperial troopers look great right now. Jawas. I don't really ever see them working on them to become a viable full team. Although that would be interesting. Um, what else is there? Yeah, there's not th- there's not really much else I see that I think really. Oh, I have two. Okay, actually, it's three, but one, two of them are wrapped into one. They got it. They announced that the uh, there's a new series coming from the creators or directors of Game of Thrones, right? And they've already said that that yes. movie is going to be set in the old Republic time period, I believe. So, so what I just said totally negates my other point. So let's just forget that. That's a cool story. Glad I mentioned that. Anyways, off to something else now. Galactic Republic and uh, Separatist. Two faction tags that have no synergy whatsoever that I think that would be cool if they found a way in the next year to um, bring them some kind of synergy. Yeah. Because that would definitely help characters like Newt Gunray, maybe even General Grievous with a rework. Um, there's just some characters in there that don't do anything. Yeah. Like uh, Geonosians, even. Uh, something else that I was going to mention earlier regarding Galactic Republic is Galactic Republic could be one of those tags that kind of gets a bonus against the. Um, Oh, Sith well, raid? no, that's, yeah, th- I guess the Sith raid probably takes time and before that, wouldn't it? Yeah, never mind. Well, do you, now you see why me mentioning the movie in the old Republic days and then talking about those two were different than when I was thinking in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. No, because I was like, do we have to wait for the new movie to get those characters to make this synergy work? But that yeah. would be a totally different thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Um. I'll tell you what, okay, going back to droids real fast, because I just thought about this. Can we please get a B1 and just throw them in a shipment? That'd be cool. Give them an interesting three three uh three skill set and throw them into a an in a, a shipment and I would be happy. Yep, so would I. That'd be cool. Hopefully <laughs> we start getting more things in, you know, like the regu- like the uh, traditional shipping or shipments, uh squad arena, cantina, and galactic war i just i know a lot of people wouldn't be happy like newer players it probably wouldn't be very helpful for but there are so many characters in there that are that are so outdated at this point that you don't really have any need for farming them like don't even bother it would be nice if they would actually put some characters that are a little bit more useful kind of you know create some decisions i guess for the newer players and give us older players something to farm besides you know shop currency wait 
Well, no, you're going to throw me. That. I like my shop currency. You're going to throw me really off course here, making that point. Oh, no, surprising. This is this, okay. So small, minor annoyance, but definitely affects the end, end, end game players that have been playing this since the beginning. We are now approaching a time in the game where those that have been playing since the beginning literally have nothing to farm. Yeah. True. Like, you're getting to the point where you have everything. So every little thing that you can possibly get becomes important only because that's your progression, right? Mm-hmm. For example, Imperial Probe Droid Shards. If you have almost everything else farmed, and that is the only thing you still need, that becomes your number one priority. And it would be nice for us older players to have something to spend Cantina energy on, or Cantina currency on or arena currency on or uh galactic war currency on because what there is right now is almost not even worth spending it on because let me just tell you 40,000 ship currency for the amount it costs in cantina currency is just a terrible conversion rate yeah and if you're waiting for that every 6 hours to just to buy it you you're only getting what 160,000 a day if you bought it at every refresh and that's four four times that currency it's just terrible I don't even buy it I don't even bother yeah uh prestige you get 10 prestige I buy it anyway just so that I can max out everything and have enough in the bank for if a new capital ship came out that's probably but, what I'm about to do cuz my squad arena store I've got like 57,000 currency like, I don't need the credits at this point, really. I guess I'm holding on to it in case I need the credits, in case there's level cap increase or something. But I actually would like the idea of buying Prestige so I can actually finish the capital ships. It's good thinking. And then you get to a, the Galactic War store, and I'm just buying things like Geonosian Spy's ship and uh, Plo Koon's ship. Just the, 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 the things yep. that I don't have that randomly pop up, and that's it. Mm, I would really too. like... I would really like new things to farm at least or even not new things just things Anything. that have been in the game for yeah. a long time that are harder to get like if you threw veers in one or you threw ayala in another one and you threw you know ewok scout in another one or just I, I just like these that characters idea. that have been hard to get forever you can flip them with someone else and then just it kind of changes things for other people and and it changes this for new players as well. It's just something needs to happen so that I actually open up the store in some cases. Yep. Just half the time it's like, skip even looking at these stores because it doesn't matter to me. Yep, hard to disagree there. Um, so anyways, the last one I wanted to mention beyond Separatist and Galactic Republic is Tuscan. And the only reason I would say this is because I have always been a huge Tuscan fan in anything Star Wars. Uh, I don't. I used to play the Star Wars collectible card game back in when I was in high school Nerd. and junior high. Mm-hmm. I freaking loved that game. <laughs> but uh, let's say, did you say nerd? Yeah, I did. Is that what you said? We're doing a podcast about a mobile yeah. game, sir. I think Therefore, we all you're on know. another level if I have the right to call you a nerd. That's my whole point. I think we all know what we are here, okay? <laughs> so... The uh, But there was, about three years into that game, there was an expansion, and it was filled with, uh, it was it was called the Jalbus Palace expansion, but it was filled with 
cards from Tatooine. And in that expansion, you are able to build an entire deck out of Tuscans. Now, it wasn't great, but it, it, it won about 50% of the time. So I had a... Out of all my friends, I was the only one with a full Tuscan deck, mostly nice. because they didn't want them and traded me all their cards. <laughs> but... <laughs> I love Tuscans, and I really wish that there was enough of them in game or better ones to make the, a whole team out of them. Yeah. I would love to see a Tuscan update. I don't see that being important to them at all. But they, they've there's three of them in the game. At one point, they added Tuscan Shaman. Why? They had something in their mind had to have been going on with Tuscans, you know. And Aurora's there, impossible to farm. Um, and then Tuscan Raider from the Galactic War Store. There, yep. there's three in there so far. At least add two more, and you got a full team. Rework Aurora so his leader ability isn't total garbage, and then maybe you can synergize a five-person Tuscan team and make it viable. Because I'm telling you right now, I would farm the crap out of that. Yeah, I would love it. Well, I probably wouldn't, but cool. <laughs> well, that depends on how viable it was. But well, that's fair, I guess. That's I'm pretty sure we've said plat about plenty of characters where at the end we're like, okay, I need to have that. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Like when I missed out on Rex and Erodiums, and for the next year I was like, oh, I know. I wish there God, was a that way was... that I could buy this bastard, dude. Those so that that guy sitting rough. in one all the time. Yeah, the the two characters that were the roughest in this game to not have because they were behind a paywall was Rex, obviously. And Princess Leia, her trip. She used to triple tap every single time. It was. I think there was a bug or something. But God, and literally no one had her. Yeah. So if like you seen a Leia in arena, you're like, nope. I'll I'll go the next one. It was just freaking ridiculous. Yeah. She was. God. She was brutal. All right. uh, That pretty much covers that whole list, though. We shall see. We got a whole year. Like. It's it's almost the end of February, which means we still got ten months. So you never know what's coming. I mean, I could I could I'm willing to guess that we'll have a bounty hunter rework. We'll probably see something with Jedi's. Um, we'll probably get more Last Jedi characters. I hope after this whole raid thing's over. But Fingers who knows? Crossed. Yeah. And then the last one is um, brr, ha, uh, Solo. Star Wars, sorry. Characters from there. Oh, yeah. We we need more Hans. So We need a, more Hans, but more importantly, I want uh, young Lando. Give me childish Landino. Yeah. And, awesome. you know, maybe a Millennium Falcon that Han flies? That'd be cool, too. You know, but whatever. <laughs> if we get Chewbacca, like, solo story... Chewbacca before we ever get a, a rebel Chewbacca that will just be a sad <laughs> yeah that's that's no kidding but if the new Han and Chewbacca do come out and then they have a um, the the pristine brand new Millennium Falcon for them to fly in the game that'd, that'd be, be spiffy yep so alright well let's get to these plugs and then get on some trivia uh, patreon.com slash shattered order you can go support us you can Get in line for roster reviews there. Uh, be eligible for the drawings that we do, the uh, gift cards we, that we'll be doing next week. Go check that out. 
um, oh, don't forget that um, you know we'll be giving away the Blue Designs headphones or Yeti mic also to Patreons or or Twitch subs. So if you go to Twitch Twitch TV Twitch my God Twitch TV slash Shattered <laughs> Order and go sub, especially if you have Amazon Prime. Like seriously, if you have Amazon Prime, you've got a free sub. If you're not doing anything with it, go give it to us. It would help us out a ton, and it costs you nothing. It just takes, you know, a minute or two for you to go sub, and it will get you mm-hmm. in line for that gift card drawing as well as that set of headphones next week. So please go and do that. We would love you forever. Love you long time. Exactly. Is and this then- okay? <laughs> Uh, last thing is the, or next last thing is the beer of the month club. Uh, we got a link for that on our website, shatteredorder.com. Go click that. If you want to join us and get some of these super delicious beers. Hey, what's great about it is if you don't like IPAs, you can actually go click like, I don't want IPAs and they will never send you an IPA. It's awesome. So that way. What? what? Yes. That's a thing. So what would I've got instead? I wonder you, you wouldn't have got this month's shipment. They would just wait, yeah. delay it, and then you would get the shipment the following month. So, uh, yeah, they they won't. You, if there's something you don't like, they won't send it to you. That way, you're always getting beer that you like. Me, I mean, I'm a lover. I love everything. So, br- bring it all on. I'll, I'll take it all. Uh, the last thing I want to remember that time. Remember that timestamp. I'm a lover. I love everything. That'll <laughs> that'll go well with some sound drops. Yeah, yeah. Uh. We'll find something to do I'm with a that. lover. Uh, BlueDesigns.com. Use promo code SOPOD. Go get 20% off. Uh, those guys have been awesome in supporting this podcast and supporting us. It is absolutely awesome to have them on board and for us to be using their amazing gear. It is, honestly, it's kind of life-changing. It's great. Bone well. show. It is time for It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the outer rim. It's time for the shattered order trivia. May the force be with you. Okay, so the question now becomes, here we are. We are at Trivia. Okay. What the hell are we doing? So, I think we're going with us being tied. Okay. But that also leads to another moderator question, and how the hell are we doing that? Okay, so if you're in the live chat, bust out your phone, bust out your QR reader, because you're about to need it. So, Tesh has set up uh, Tesh Karen... Frequent fighters of the order, one of our alliance guilds, is awesome enough to do our trivia every week, as we've discussed before. And this is something that is implemented for the for the moderator question. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be the last question. You'll see it up there, but bust out your QR readers. That way, you can actually QR read that, and I'm assuming that will give you a list of answers that you can go off of, and you can tell us when one of us screws up. So. This should be pretty exciting. 
Okay. So I didn't need to download the QR reader. You did not. Makes no. perfect sense. <laughs> Makes perfect sense now because I downloaded it right before the podcast. Like I'm not going to be caught with my pants down. <laughs> nice. Oh, and something else. We need to get to some punishments. People, throw throw punishment ideas our way. Like, come on. We we need ideas. So, uh, get them to us. Like, we need we need something. Uh, I've got. I had an idea, but I don't remember what it was. You said you had an idea. Maybe we'll talk about it when we're done here. But yeah, we need to we yeah. need to get some punishments going. We each owe one, and we need to get on that. We do. All right. Question one. Question one. And if you read the screen, it says Shattered Order Trivia Wampa. And then it says, just kidding, there's no more theme. There's no theme. Which is probably a good thing because I would wipe the Wampa floor. I I doubt that, but. Oh, do you? I do, indeed. What percentage offense does the Wampa get? From his furious foe ability. It don't matter because that ain't a trivia question. I know. (laughs) All right, here we go. First question. Are you ready to rumble? Let's do it. The Imperial Troopers grant each other stat bonuses in their uniques. Name the Imperial Troopers and the stat that each increases for trooper allies up to seven points. Well, this is going to be terrible. I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Honestly, I, I can't think of much. Dude, this is this is tough. It's real tough. It's completely guessing on my part. I am totally guessing too. I got no freaking idea. I feel like I totally should know, and yeah, guess what? I know. Um, I'm just trying to think of who the seven troopers are. Honestly, what? How am I forgetting troopers? Are there seven troopers? Does that include Veers and Stark? Yes. Okay. They are troopers. I didn't realize that Veers and Stark gave unique bonuses. Ooh, I, I, I finally did one that I actually know for certain. Yay. I'm pretty sure on Jerry's, but not so much the... Uh, yeah, that's the one I know. The others. <laughs> uh... 
This is rough. All right, I'm going to write one more answer, and then I'm just going to say I'm done because I don't want to sit here thinking about this all night. The Stark... Um... All right, I got my answers. All right, I got my answers. Same here. Let's I'm start with Jerry, the one we him. think we both know. All right, what'd you put? I think what you put for Jerry is better than what he actually gives. I think he does armor penetration. Interesting. I put tenacity. Yeah. Okay. So for uh, Shore and Stormtrooper, I put the same thing because I'm pretty sure one of them does it, and that's defense. Okay. Um, for sure, I put health. I put defense penetration on Death Trooper, offense on Veers and Snow, and then crit D on Stark. Wow. So I have Stark with crit D. I have offense on Veers, like you, but I put crit chance on Snow Trooper. That sounds right, yeah. I was thinking one of them did offense, and I couldn't remember which, so I was like, I'll just get both of them. Double it up, see if I can get a point at least. All right, let's see. What do we got here? All right, Stark is actually uh, armor penetration. Oh, okay. So we didn't get that one. Veers is crit chance. Shit. That ain't good. Yep, that's that one. Snowtrooper is crit damage. Crap. So I was wrong with crit chance. Yeah. Um, oh shit, I didn't even write Death Trooper down. Alright, well, Death Trooper is health steal. Okay, yep, didn't get that one. Um, Jerry is tenacity. You were right. Yes, there we go. And Shore Trooper is max health. I got Shore that one. Trooper's max health and Stormtrooper's defense, so I at least got that one. Yep. Storm, I could, I didn't even think of Stormtrooper for some reason. Alright, so I got two points and you got one. Yep. So that makes the score 28 to 27. I am up by one. As we go into... Question two. Oh my gosh. Okay. Name as many characters as you can that gain turn meter from an enemy death as part of their unique ability. I.e. not Vader, first FOE, etc. As part of... Ooh. Gaining turn meter from the death of an enemy... I can't think of any. And I feel like I should know some. Uh... Holy smokes. Dude, this is... This ain't good. 
<laughs> you haven't thought of any yet? I have not thought of any yet. None whatsoever. Okay, I'm s- well, I have one. God bless. I am struggling. I can, like, think of some abilities that read that way. Um, I, I just... I wonder how many they are. I wish that they, they had listed... And it's funny, it says, lots of points. <laughs> is that how much this is worth? <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the lots of points. Oh, Jesus. I gotta come up with something. I mean, good God. Um, gaining turn meter from an enemy death. I guess I'm just going to start writing crap down, because... <laughs> um, I got two now. I don't think my second one is right. I'm thinking it might the turn meter might come from something else. Um, yeah, this is... All right, I got three answers. I got four, but I don't feel good about any of them. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and show my answers, and they are Death Trooper, Wampa, Mother Towson, and B2. Okay. Well, the one I'm pretty sure that I got right is Darth Maul. Yep. And then I have Wampa as well. And I have Sidious, because I know Sidious gains health... On a death. I don't know if there's any turn yeah, meter in that. he does. Another one is uh, Savage Press, I'm pretty sure. Alright, well, let's see here. Alright, well, Maul isn't one, actually. Oh? Interesting. So that must be part of a... That must be part of his... That's crazy. So it must be part of his basic Crap. that he gets 100% turn meter. I almost put Snowtrooper, but I thought that was Veer's... I thought that was Veer's leader ability. I thought of both of them, too. Crap. Yep, so you had Asajj. Dar- Asajj makes sense. No, it doesn't. I thought that the turn meter gain came from her second special. Damn. Huh. I don't know. Well, I got Sidious. You got one, so that ties us back up at 28. Yep. Dang it. That sucks. Snowtrooper, that should have been an easy one. Damn. Like I said, I thought about him. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Not good. Not good, senor. <laughs> All right. Question three. Okay. So we got a we got a board here that really does not uh, does not work for us because it says whoever is winning pick <laughs> easy or hard. So we'll have to come to a consensus. What do you want, easy or hard? Um. Oh. I'll let you pick. I say easy. I want points. I want to feel like I'm doing good. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll go to the next one. All right, here we go. Trivia question three. 
which ally does not gain turn meter upon allied deaths? Captain Han Solo, Old Daka, Asaz Ventress, or Jedi Knight Anakin? This is the easy question, mind you. And I don't know what the answer is. Neither do I. But I have a guess. I'm changing my answer and I'm going to regret it. (laughs) All right. We'll see. I am going with Captain Han Solo. You're going with Captain Han Solo? I'm going with Asajj. So we shall see who's the better guesser here. Okay. I mean, didn't the the question we just have tell us that Asajj does? Upon allied deaths? Uh, That was enemy deaths. That's true. That's a good point. Damn. Oh, hot... Hot Han. Yes! Is the answer, so... There we go. go. Intense. It hurts me. Very intense. Yeah, that helps a lot. I needed that one. Okay, next question. Question three. It says 3A, so I'm assuming this next one's going to be 3B. Well, that would have been the hard one, but we skipped that one. Okay, gotcha. So next is... Question four. All right. Here we go. Name as many instances of buffs that cannot be prevented as you can. Use characters, names of buffs, whatever you need to use. You got some sort of buzzing sound. Do I? I don't know what's happened. I don't don't know. That's odd. Um. I really dislike this question because it seems like there's 7,000 of these. Yeah. And it's buffs, not debuffs, buffs. Yes. I am annoyed. <laughs> I, I this whole not uh, cannot be prevented thing is kind of throwing me for a bit of a loop, but I am still trying here. Ooh, I have three. Okay, I've got five. Um. You have five? Holy crap. I got six now. And we'll 
we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But some I know are correct. Some I am not a hundred percent sure that the interpretation in, interpretation is correct. All right, you ready? I'm to gonna show stick answers? with my three. Okay. Yep. I am showing my answers as Hermit Yoda's Grandmaster training. Rex's tenacity up, BB-8, secret intel, General Kenobi with his retribution, Wampa's protection up, and Old Ben's taunt. Oh, damn. How'd I forget Wampa? Wow. (laughs) Yes! I have Master's Training, Hera's uh, Revive. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Old Ben's taunt. Nice. So we'll see. Alright, Hera's backup plan. Yeah. Okay, Wampa's protection up. CLS's call to action. Oh, Did yeah. you have that one? No, I didn't. No. And then, uh, Master's Training. Yep. I think. So we both got two, right? I think Old Ben's taunch. Should be a correct answer as well, because you know it. Can't I think the, oh, the oh, it can only be with the Zeta. Well, with the Zeta, and he has to have taunt when he's fractured. Yes, because if he doesn't have taunt when he gets fractured, if he taunts, yeah. it's not going to do the buff. True, so. but that sec- second taunt can't be prevented. So, I. I yeah. But we both put that, so we'll just kind of ignore it. So. You got Hera's backup plan and Grandmaster's training, which is two. I got Wampus protection up and Grandmaster's training, so we both got two on that one. Yep. That makes me 31 and you 30. Ringer, your comments hurt me. He I said know. almost as bad. He says almost as bad as Bleedo. <laughs> and Gorstag says, that just happened. Good night, punk forgot Wampa. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And you were just talking right. trash about how you knew Wampa right at the beginning of trivia. It's beautiful. I know. That was that was this is what happens when I open my mouth. <laughs> All Bad right. Things. Question number 5. All right, last question. This is the one where you need the QR reader so that you can help us out here. Lightning right. round. Let's hope this goes better than last week. All right. Who's got the QR uh, reader ready there? You got the chat open? I have the chat open, yes. Ooh, I'm digging that picture on the background of that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. All right, let me get the QR reader, this thing up there. All right, there it is. That's where the answers can be found. So if you have a QR reader, please scan that QR and then... uh, You'll have the answers up, and you can tell us when we're wrong or right. So, all right, Evan, you're the man. All right, there it is. So, for those listening on the podcast, for lightning rounds, the questions will have multiple correct answers, and contestants will go back and forth with correct answers until someone gets one wrong or cannot answer, at which point the winner may continue answering by himself earning a point for each correct answer. This will require a moderator. That's you, chat. Answers in the QR code. Question on the next slide. This is a pretty cool right, so idea. Evan, let this me know. Well out. I like it. So Evan, you let me know once you've scanned it, and then I will go on to the question. He says, 
ready. He said that he was ready that he had the cue oh. already. Okay, he's got it. All right, here we go. Here's the question. <sighs> this is what this, this is for all all the marbles. All righty. Many marbles on all the All right, line. here we go. Name a detrimental effect that CLS can inflict, including under other characters' leadership. All right, so since I'm losing, I assume I go first. So I'm going to say speed down. I am going to say defense down. Okay, then I will say... Um, tenacity down. I will say stun. Okay. I'm going to say expose. How does he expose? Under a gin lead. Really? Under a gin lead, he would expose because he adds debuffs. I thought that was... Oh, oh, it's Rebels, isn't it? Yeah, okay, nice. Um, I am going to say turn meter removal. Okay. I'm going to say buff immunity. Ooh, that's a good one. I am going to say that I have a really good answer, and this one's going to surprise you. Damage over time. Who's that come from? Uh, that would be under an IG-88 lead. Whenever he crits. <laughs> I see. So my next answer really bellows down to if it's considered a detrimental effect. Okay. And that is... Uh, um, what is it called? Counter. But I can come up with something else if you don't think it is. I see what you're thinking there. Um, I do see where you're going there. I don't know. That's that. That's a good question. I, 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 I would think it'd probably count, but I don't know. Um, is that on the list, podcast listeners? Do we have counter on there? We'll wait. We'll listen to some jazz while we wait.
I think uh, we might have got them all, actually. what I'm hearing in chat. So let me go back and use that Sur QR code reader. Surely there's something else. Um, still thinking. Alright, so we're going with a no on counter as a detrimental effect. So if you have one more guess, you can get another point. If there are any more. Got anything? Because seriously. Cannot think. I absolutely cannot think of anything else. So, I am going to say. Yeah, I really don't think there's anything else. Uh, All right, I'll say offense down just for giggles, but shits I, and I, giggles. I don't think there's anything else. All right, let's see here. All right, what's the QR code say? How many are there? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, we got one, two, three, eight. four, five, six, seven, eight. We got them all. Yep. Yeah, so it was defense down, speed down, stun, buff immunity, tenacity down, turn middle removal, expose, and dots. Damn, that's pretty impressive that we got all those. I know, we, we named off every single one in the lightning wow. round. That was impressive. That's awesome. That That is also unfortunate, though. Well, for me. For you. It's good for you. It's good for me. So that makes the score 35 to 34, and this was our tiebreaker week. It was. You definitely win. So that means that Goodnight Punk officially owes two punishments, and I owe one. I'm used to... This is not new territory, so let's just put that out there. That's true. <laughs> so what we may have to do... You said you had an idea for, like, a uh, a team punishment type thing. That could be kind of fun mm -hmm. to clear off two of those, and then you would have another one waiting for, uh, you know, somebody with a good idea. Well, it would be a lightning round type thing. Ooh, okay. That we do. So we would be going back and forth doing a certain thing. So, um... We'll talk about that as I'm, soon as we shut this off, because I'm pretty intrigued yeah. by this idea. Exactly. Cool. Um, yeah, so... For everyone else out there that's listening, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We, uh... If you want to check us out on Twitter, we're at Shattered Order. If you want to join our Discord where all the magic happens, we get ready for our episodes. We get ideas from our awesome community there. Yep. Um, you can go to discord.me slash Shattered Order. Find us there. Um, what else is there? ShatteredOrder.com. Let us know what you think. Uh, tell us what you'd like to see there, what other resources may help you. I've got several ideas in my head that I'll probably work on, and I may even need some help from all of our listeners. So if you're interested in helping me put together some resources and stuff for the website, hit me up. Could probably use that. May even make a um, 
I don't know, may make a channel or something for people who want to help with that or something. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that pretty much covers it. Make sure that you either, you know, that you sub on Twitch or Patreon if you want to be entered for the gift card drawings and headphone slash microphone giveaway next week from Blue Designs. Uh, and I think that pretty much covers it this week. That it does. Alright. Thanks for listening. We will catch you guys next week uh, for the recording of episode 87. So yeah, appreciate you all being here and we will catch you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.